A welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast, Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Brett, how are you today? All right. Uh, you know, we've been talking in the past about a lot of different relationship topics. You know, one of the things that I really want our listeners to understand is if you've got questions, we want to answer your questions. So the Relationship Builder Podcast or Relationship Builder Podcast at gmail.com, you can reach out, send us your questions. Now, I'm starting with that because I want you to think about a question that you have about relationships. Brett and I love answering questions. So I want to invite you to do that. Now, today's topic. Hey, you stole my line, my friend. (laughs) All right, where we provide the tools and you have the opportunity to do the building. Absolutely love it. But relationship intimacy, we, we talked last podcast about different types of intimacy from verbal, emotional, where in reality, when we talk about intimacy, most people think about sexual intimacy. Today, we want to finish, I kind of left you on a cliffhanger last time about, well, what's that type of intimacy that if you don't have it, everything else suffers? It's a concept called psychological intimacy. And I want to explain it because when I explain it, people go, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense to me. Here's the thing. Psychological intimacy includes four core components. Commitment, honesty, loyalty, and trust. If you take those four things out of psychological intimacy, out of any relationship, trust, honesty, loyalty, and commitment, you're going to have marital problems. And every other form of intimacy that we've talked about, verbal, emotional, cognitive, intellectual, spiritual, sexual, it all suffers. If you don't trust your spouse, if you don't believe that they're committed, if they're not loyal, if they're not honest, the high, there's a high probability you're likely fighting, arguing, or considering divorce. You know, and and having um, those in place, let's talk about the other side. Healthy relationships. When you know your spouse is being honest with you, you know that they're trustworthy, you know they're committed, you know that they're loyal, you can conquer the world. You know, I often tell a story that I read, this is many years ago, in uh, the life of Ronald and Nancy Reagan. And a really interesting story. Uh, and I just it it speaks to a concept that I've I've really that's touched me. 
And it was actually at a dinner that Nancy was hosting. This is after uh, President Reagan was in his second term. And they had uh, dignitaries at their house, and she's the host. And somebody was there who had lost an election. They were from back east. And uh, President Reagan had not had time to stump for him because he was so busy with other things that were going on in his reelection campaign. As a consequence, he lost the election. And clearly still upset about that, he's at this dinner and he's talking about that. And if, if President Reagan would have came and stumped for him, he would have won. And, and so he's going off like that. And, and Nancy's, you know, listening. And finally she says, you know, he's my husband. Please don't talk about him that way. Okay. So 30, 45 minutes later, the author telling this story says, this guy pipes up again and clearly he's upset and uh, going at it again at the dinner table, everyone's eating. Nancy stands up, goes over, taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, you're talking about my husband. And if you're going to talk about my husband in my house that way, get out. Now, I think about loyalty. I think about commitment. And in that context, if you're the president of the United States, you need somebody to have your back. And in this situation, Nancy was clearly that for him. Now, that may be a political story. No, it's not a political story. It's a relationship story. And in this situation, loyalty, knowing that your spouse is committed, the author's point was that's the kind of relationship that they had, that he knew she had his back. Now, in our relationships, do we have each other's back? Or... Are we turning outside to friends, family members, or other people to, to, so to speak, for that comfort or for that validation? Spot number one, I really believe it needs to be our spouse. Absolutely. And, and I guess to follow up, you know, there are case, cases where you do need to turn to other people because of the abuse or addiction or whatever. Uh, let me be clear that I know those cases exist. But couples working to cleave unto each other really need to practice doing that. And, and it's two people. It's not one. You, you don't cleave to somebody who's not cleaving to you. You cleave to each other. 
But that means you have to create an environment that's safe, that you can feel honest, truthful, commitment, that loyalty to each other. Psychological intimacy, if you take it away, you're going to fight, you're going to argue. And if you take apart those, those things, and if they're not happening, there's always conflict. If they are happening, you relax, you're more able to accomplish things, because you know that this relationship is built upon a solid foundation. So every other form of intimacy, the verbal, the emotional, all the way up to the sexual intimacy, is better because we know in our heart of hearts that this person is present, they are with us. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, and, and let's build off of this because you and I were talking before we started the podcast and, and you had a really interesting story that I think kind of illustrates this concept of we can get so focused on the behaviors of, of trust and relationship that we forget a core component, and I'd love you to share that story because I think it really fits with in this context.
Mm-hmm. And if I break down that that exchange, it's interesting to hear that story because, you know, they they both are asking for intimacy. Right and now he's doing the iPad thing, but but really, what is she saying? She's saying, "Are you there for me?" Something that Sue Johnson says, "Are you there for me? Are you there for me?" So him bringing it to bed, maybe she's saying, "Are you committed to connection?" Going going back to psychological intimacy, are you going to be there for me? Are you committed to this relationship? Now she's not saying that, but she's saying that in focusing on the iPad. Underneath all of our marital problems usually is this question, are you there for me? And if, if I don't feel like you're there for me, then, then, then the psychological intimacy is, is hurting. And again, if we don't have psychological intimacy, every other form of intimacy is going to be weakened Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And, and so let's let's back this up with a couple of stories. You know, I, I often talk with couples who think, you know, they first get together and, I don't know, our hormones seem to take over and people are more likely to be romantic and sexual. And in the beginning of the relationship, it's, it's you know, it's, it's more intense. But the foundation still has to come back to this loyalty and honesty and commitment and trust. And, and if we form a healthy relationship, it's always going to be on that foundation but let's just say that I don't have that or we don't have that. And so our hormones took over and we're really sexual, but we're not bonding in the other ways. Now what's happened is if we, we've, when we come back to this other part of it, yes, we were sexual, but we don't have this foundation for what healthy people do related to those things. So think about it in this context. Uh, imagine with me for a second that you were swimming and, and you're, you're a great swimmer and, and everything about your stroke is incredible. Maybe you're Greg Louganis or what, whatever, and you're just a phenomenal swimmer. Now, everyone watches and thinks, man, that person can swim, but you get out of the pool and you treat everybody poorly. Uh, you're controlling, you're mean, you're hostile. Well, you can be the best of the world at sex. But if you get out of the pool and you, and you, and you don't have the verbal and you don't have the emotional and you don't, you don't have the, those basic foundations, well, you, you can be great at sex, but it doesn't mean you know how to have a healthy relationship. Learning how to have emotional intimacy, verbal intimacy, and ultimately building that foundation upon you being honest and committed and loyal and truthful Man, you do those things, you might be the best swimmer in the world, and nobody even knows it because you you are just so kind and caring that they think, man, that person, yeah, they can swim, but have you ever 
been around that person and how they treat people, man, they treat you like you're the most important person in their life. You know, in many cases, as you just say, uh, you know, many churches and people are committing to that. You know, I'm not going to have sex before marriage, and there's many people who don't. Now, my, my experience is this. Couples who build the healthy foundation have great sex lives. Couples who build it on that sandy foundation where it's just based on hormones are, are going to have problems. So w- one of the reasons why we slow down that first process is to develop a relationship that's built upon every other form of intimacy, including the psychological intimacy, then the sexual intimacy can be wonderful and beautiful as it was intended to be by a higher power. So in my belief, one of the reasons why we wait, and this is a question I have to get, why do we wait? It's because if you have that other foundation, you have everything moving forward in place. I don't want to learn that you are lying to me after marriage. As a marital therapist, I can tell you one of the hardest relationships to repair is where we enter the relationship on a lie. And I find that as a therapist, that's one of the hardest things to help couples with is because it wasn't built upon that foundation. Truth, honesty, loyalty, commitment, that takes time to develop and a commitment that if you're willing to do those things, great things can happen. So Brett, final thoughts today. What's our assignment? What are we doing about this what would you suggest to help increase the psychological intimacy in these couples that were that are listening today?
Yeah. So if you want to take an assignment, this is one of my final assignments. We've talked about six types of intimacy. And if you're making a list at home, here they are. Starting at the bottom, psychological intimacy, because it's the foundation. Verbal intimacy, emotional intimacy, cognitive or intellectual intimacy, which includes thoughts, sharing them openly, reading together, goals together. Then we got spiritual intimacy, something that's so incredibly important, especially if you're religious, uh, being able to pray together, um, just share uh, Holy Writ together, attending services together, going on hikes and, and enjoying nature is a spiritual thing. And then finally, sexual intimacy. I often give couples this assignment. Give yourself a score between zero, that's not happening in my marriage, or 10, we're doing great at it. Give yourself a score in those six areas. Identify the areas that you need to improve upon. And then set specific goals that will help you improve upon them. If you don't know how, you might need to go to a marital counselor to get that ball rolling. And that's what I would suggest um, that you do. Take some time, focus on those types of intimacy, and work to improve them. That's my assignment for this week. All right, any final thoughts then? And and you know what? And if your scores aren't great, maybe you need a counselor, but keep at it and work to improve those forms of intimacy, and I promise you things can get better. All right, everybody, you've been listening to the Relationship Builder Podcast with Dr. Kevin Skinner and my friend Brett Williams. Thank you so much, Brett, and thank you to our listeners. Remember, love is a choice. Make it every day.